Hey everyone, welcome to Meet the Shoe Podcast. I'm Shade. I'm Nina. And yes, today we're going to talk about um, a lady named Tina Tiffany Woods. Tiffany Woods okay. and her husband or boyfriend. I think it was right. her husband you were saying, Emmanuel mm-hmm. Scott. Uh-huh. They have uh, four, three or four other children that were older um, mm-hmm. at the time that she gave birth to a child. Two days before Hurricane Katrina happened, she gave birth to a little boy, Emmanuel Scott Jr. Right. He was mm, three months. Uh, he was three pounds. Three pounds when he was born. Mm-hmm. He was a premature baby. Okay. At birth. He was. Mm-hmm. He did have some complications. Okay. And they let him come home when he was five months. Usually, uh, five pounds. Usually, when they five pounds, they let you take the child home. Mm-hmm. But Hurricane Katrina happened. Started. Happened, and they mm-hmm. had to flee three hundred miles away. So. Okay. Her and her husband and the baby went to Shreveport, Louisiana, and the other children went different to different households with families. Now this is now now this is during Hurricane Katrina, where all families were like separate. Yes, and then they were lost to the point where um, they sometimes didn't get back with. They would just go with people that they might have knew of or the little camps and. Um, centers that they had for people to stay when they were separate from their family and didn't know if they were alive or dead. Exactly. A lot because of there, was, there was, there was, uh, what year, do you know what year that was for Hurricane Katrina? Maybe was it, was it 2000? Let's see. Hurricane Katrina. Um, because the reason why I'm saying that um, is because there was like I don't know the exact amount, right? But there was a lot of people that came up here that Minnesota had offered the housing, money, cars, everything for them to move from Louisiana to Minnesota. Exactly. Yes, they did. Mm -hmm. So so wait. And then remember FEMA? That's when the uh, FEMA uh, was giving out all that money. And a lot of um, it was to, uh, Atlantic Hurricane Katrina, two thousand and five. You yep. were right, mm-hmm. and um, it was August twenty third. Yep, yep. And um, at that time, there was so many like the unanswered questions because they wanted to know where all that FEMA money went. Yep. They wanted to know at the time where um. All the organizations, the government-funded programs that were offering things at that time for people to do relocations and Mm -hmm. for the government to take care of them. Because um, when they made the move from Louisiana to, like, the Atlanta and to, uh, um, what's the name, Dallas and um, another, uh, you know, just the surrounding states, right? They were talking about how... Even those camps and those centers, those men were, were sexually abusing those young girls. Yes. Um, the the animals were so distraught, they were lost. Like mm-hmm. some of those animals were transported to other states and mm-hmm. like cats and dogs, right? Yes. And they weren't, they weren't, they didn't even know how to psychologically deal with them. Like they, cause you know, they can't talk, (laughs) right? So those animals that were traumatized during the hurricane Katrina, they were sending them off 
um, to other cities mm-hmm. and other states. <laughs> they was going through it. So, yeah. so she gave birth. She's a young young mother. She had kids early. She did right. a lot of help from her parents and auntie okay. and stuff like that. Help raise her kids, you know, teach her. But uh-huh. everybody's dislocated, and she didn't have any family. She was depressed. She was going through a lot, and right. all she knows her baby kept on throwing up. Her, the baby formula, <coughs> she'll feed him, she'll throw up, mm-hmm. and she ran out of food vouchers. She ran out of WIC, baby formula vouchers. So she thought, she just connected, she just thought with that, the food, the formula, uh, she not, she don't, ha- she don't have access to that. She right. felt buying organic milk organic cow's milk would be okay to feed the baby now what did she get now did they say where she got the organic cow's milk because is it because it is hurricane katrina there's no stores open well she yeah. left remember she went 300 miles to the shreveport louisiana so yeah shreveport louisiana so that's 300 miles away so that's a whole different jurisdiction so she was able to store it wasn't eating anything going on there no no okay. anything. it was just in new orleans okay and she thought it would it would be okay to feed the child organic milk, okay. cow's milk. But, you know, as the CDC states, it warns against uh, introducing cow's milks to children 12 months old and younger. And okay. Younger. But by her being so young, she, she, I think it was lack of education, lack of resources. There's a bunch of th- uh, mitigating factors that she was going through that kind of boggled her thinking where... Mm-hmm. She thought it would be okay. And okay. I think back then it was, a lot of people said, ooh, organic this. You know, that was a big thing. Organic that and uh, this kind of food is better for your kids and, you know, so forth. How old was she at the time? Uh, this was 17 years ago. So okay. So she's 43 years old right now. Mm. So she was what? Late 25. 20, 20, and so she was born in what, 1980? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So she, her, and then the what killed me when she was going through trial? Cause she went all the way to trial. Her and her husband went all the way to trial. Okay. So wait, back up. What was she charged with? Um, second degree murder. Second um, degree murder. Which and- does not see down south. There's their sentencing guidelines are so different. Life, a second degree wouldn't oppose life in prison. Mm-hmm. But they mean actual life <laughs> in down south, New Orleans, right. Atlanta, yeah. all, all that is life is life. You go up for the parole board every so many years and they decide if they're going to let you out. Right. And it's sad that they thought to give her, her and her husband that much time for a mistake, I think. Right. So when she okay, here's here's my thing. She's in a southern state. It's during a very distraught time. When did they put her in jail? And how did they know that with all that was going on? It might it seems as though somebody called on her um mm-hmm. to say that she was given the her baby cow's milk because how would they even know that was did she make a doctor's appointment and at the time of hurricane katrina that the aftermath of that their whole system 
did not come back up into play until I want to say 2008, 2010. Right. As far as doctor's appointments, grocery mm -hmm. stores, yes. you know. Um, I think uh, that was the lack thereof, too, because the lack thereof, since New Orleans was locked down like that, all the documents, records, everything with her giving birth of this premature baby, you know what I'm saying? Right. Premature. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't give her all the information that her, her, her child was born with a defect. They didn't have time okay. for all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, I'm sure Louisiana courts did not call. They couldn't get the information. So they were on the assumption she tried to kill her baby, which if she tried to kill her baby, why not let the baby starve? Right. Don't feed them nothing. Right. And this prosecutor, let me look her up. Her name was Susan Ellis. Okay. Who was part of the prosecution uh in a uh, couple's trial, she disagrees with the release of them. Well, of Tiffany right now. She disagrees. This lady has served 17 years in prison. 17 years in prison for a mistake of feeding her child cow's milk. And she says, quote, unquote, I will go to my grave remembering this baby, she said. This, ba this baby was the most pitiful thing I have seen in 26 years. Please do not give her an opportunity opportunity at release. Do not give her an opportunity to harm another child because I am convinced that if she can, she will. If the Girl, you know them down south people. I mean, it seems like um, she has a personal vendetta. Yeah. She um... I'm, I'm trying to find her up in Louisiana, right? Mm -hmm. um, yes. <laughs> I already said she white, white. Yes. You know, yeah. girl, yes. 17 years ago down south? <laughs> you think we oh, think she, said, she said that she she part, okay, so it says Louisiana they, they and Black News. They gave her the pardon. They, they gave her the pardon, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's so under it's under uh black roots, right? Mm -hmm. And oh she she's um they gave her the pardon in the state of um Louisiana mm -hmm. on August the 16th, right? Yeah. And um she, the late the prosecutor gave it to her. She had to grant it to her. She had to because it was a um she was the only one un uh, unanimous vote against, I think. Everybody else voted. The, the pardon, board of pardons, everybody else was like, let her out. You know? And and nowadays, a lot of kids pass away because of malnutrition, you know, certain things going on with them. It's play especially this child was uh, premature. You know, he had other issues going on as far as what where she had the child. She had the child in, in, in New Orleans. And then relocate. She bought the farm. Wait a minute. When you said that she had fed the baby cow, uh, um, cow's milk, but guess what? It was bought with the government voucher. Mm. Oh wow. Um, his health con con um continued to decline. I don't yeah. understand that. If she purchased it with the wick, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then another thing, um, and they, what triggered it when I was, um, saying like, how did they know that who called the police on her or who called child protection? Right. 
Um, it says that because she missed, um, she didn't, she didn't make a follow-up appointment before she went and picked up her other three kids from the shelter in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana, which was 300 miles away. Oh, so they were judging her throughout her whole, uh, situation. That's very, very, very sad. I'm just glad that she has her other three children. Yeah, She's able home. to witness to be a, a a good grandmother and live and her life her, her life out. And, She's and still said, young. You know, she um they they talked on behalf of their mother saying how good of a woman she is. She kept in touch with them, made different beads, and um I can, I just remember this stuff. You know what I'm saying? You you just trying to uh, just communicate with your kids through cards, letters, and all this type of stuff, and one of her sons turned out really good. He's in the Navy and he really talked highly of her. I think okay. he's the oldest, oldest child of hers. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, it's really sad that, you know, the system, the system failed her both ways. And it's like the judicial system is always out to get and lock up black families to me. So the guy didn't get out yet? Because it's like he no. didn't do anything. They charged him with being negligent. Yes. He got the same amount of time. So I'm not Just sure. Just because he was with um he was with her. With her, yeah. Yeah. So they haven't said anything about Emmanuel yet. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, he's not even nowhere to be found. I'm look I tried to look him up on the records and all that. So hopefully he's still, you know. Mr. Scott is still serving a life sentence and has not applied for clemency yet. Oh my God. Maybe she she will do it. And he probably gave up. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. He gave up. He gave up. He he probably felt like, dang, you know, I done already lost my child. Yeah. And we already went through all this traumatic trauma during hurricane katrina yeah. we don't have a place to live we ain't we ain't got not a lot majority of our family members like i'm stripped yeah so what else am i to do what else he, to do? he, he gave up in prison he gave up in prison and he's probably lost he might be going through ment- i'm quite sure a lot of mental issues depression all the above in there because you will go through a thing especially being labeled as a baby killer right that's yes. the, one of the worst charges to have that and being a chomo, which is a sexual predator of a child. And when hey, I I done seen girls get taunted, probably hit, done something too, because that was the, their charges in, in prison. Yeah. Imagine yeah. the magnitude of the men's facility. Right. Thinking that he killed his baby. Right. Yeah, cause I, cause I'm pretty sure, and and it was an accidental death that was upon his baby's mom's, um, from these other charges that they're saying. Not saying that she did that, right. but exactly. um, neg- negligent of the mother, cause it states that in there, negligent of the mother, and so. But the whole thing, the system set them up and let them down because you already know. For come on, white man, white mother, y'all, everybody on the prosecution team. Y'all know a man is barely involved with the baby taking care stage at that young age. Right, right. Really take, a lot of men not going to even try to hold the baby because they it's, the baby's so fragile. They, they'll sit right. there and you hold them, but as far as handling the baby a lot, majority men don't. 
Right. It's very rare. Sometimes they do. They're not changing diapers, especially if it's a girl. They're not going to change no girl diapers. You know what I'm saying? The, um, they'll feed a baby here and there. But I'm talking about full-time responsibility. That is on the mother. Right. And then you sit there and lock the father up, too? That's double jeopardy, baby. Right. That's that's too much. And then so the so I wonder is he he was just the father of just the young, the the last baby? I'm not sure, but I know the last baby for sure. Okay. So she still has the other three kids and she still like I said can be a grandmother to you know her grandkids. She could still live her life, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. just sad that I know harsh in prison doing 17 years though. Oof. Ooh, that's yeah. a lot of time. Benita said he probably feels like if they can do that to him and his family, there's no point to trust that they will release him. So why even bother? Yep, you're right. Right. Well, he can bother. He can bother now. He needs to press and put the press down because she's out and he just was just there. Right. Mm -hmm. So him having to do cartwheels or to get, you know, him out of get him out of jail he should have just been immediately released i yeah, feel she he automatically should. got out why didn't he automatically get out i think it's it's gonna be some paperwork he's gonna have to file to to bring that up to the board or he should have a board meeting as well because a board review they should it should be a review for him coming up soon as well the next month or three months you'll think so there was um online there was um a person a comment that was made up under this um article that says even in normal non-hurricane circumstances simple ignorance should not result in 17 years in prison especially right. when medical advice and help is so damn expensive that's very true like why would, why would they want to why, why? Why did you, why, that's what I'm saying. What else is the underlining situation? Who called the police? Who got child protect during the, tra the trauma of Hurricane Katrina when there was no doctors around? There was no doctor's appointments. Babies had to go over to Texas and be born. Yeah. Because that was the next big city and, and, and Jackson, Mississippi and thing, you know, everything surrounding Louisiana. Everybody had to go to all these other places to but come you know, up. Shreveport is a small racist town. That's I mean, yeah, but who, who? Oh, when that, when the police was called to the house. Okay. You no, know, the police searched and looked around and right. they looked in the refrigerator and they said there was beer and food in the refrigerator for the adults. Okay. So their excuse is if she can have beer and food for them, why she didn't buy baby formula? I mean, baby formula is uh, ten times more, I guess, than the beer and the beer at the time. Because right. beer is cheap. Beer is the cheapest alcoholic beverage, if I am mistaken. Yeah, it is. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, people make fun of people that drink beer, especially right. cheap, cheap beer. So we any anybody knows that. Everybody right. knows that. So, exactly. Infamil, what are those cans? Like about $20. Back then, even. Back then, they were even expensive, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. I, 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 I still feel like the people in the comments are upset about the fact that they did all they're doing all that time. It's, it's yeah. So, there, there, was a, there was another person that said, 
Not sure that Louisiana prosecutor would have done the same to a white mother in that exact same situation. 70% of the people put in prison for life in Louisiana are black. Yes. Yes, in is. a state with a population that is only a third black, there is no right. question these prosecutorial decisions are impacted by the very least impact bias. Impl uh, whatever, I can't pronounce that word, bias, right? And this case appears to be an example of that. Mm-hmm. Those prosecutors need to be ashamed of themselves, Susan. You need to be ashamed of yourself, Miss Ellis. Yeah, you need definitely. to be very much ashamed of yourself. In fact, it's 17 years later, you still a prosecutor? Yeah. You should be done. You should be tired of locking people up. A lot of people burn out. But I look like it looks like she loves infringing uh, time on people and a lot of time on people, look like. And that judge. Yeah. And then, and then another th another issue that um Misfit Black Girl says, right, she said, which made a lot of sense. She said, I suspect he would not, in fact, have done the same. I remember at the time hearing about white people finding stuff in closed stores in Louisiana. But then they referred while black people were considered uh, and accused of looting. Yes. Because they were hungry. Yeah. Right. And they needed clothes on their back. Right. Mm -hmm. This was the very same time when people were trying to cross a bridge to safety were shot at by the police. Mm -hmm. I don't recall any of those bystanders doing any time for that. Right. No. Any of the any any of the police doing time for shooting at the people for trying to cross the bridge to make sure that they were free. Why were you shooting at them? Because they're miserable. Yeah, bad people. bad people. Oh, girl. Well, um, I, I'm glad to see that she's out. Yes, or oh, she's getting out. If she's not all the way out yet, she they right. may have her to go to a halfway house first, just yeah. for her to get adjusted to the community, so they can she can have. Some, hopefully, they hopefully they have somebody a social worker holding her hand and. You know, taking her around and showing her, you know, where to get a job at here, you know, just getting her close to because it, it, it gets kind of overwhelming when you first mm -hmm. get out. Right. And it's so unfamiliar. And then 17 years for her, I'm quite sure it's very unfamiliar. The areas, everything that grew at buildings, buildings are places where you ain't seen and this is bur uh, burnt down or she's never she's lost she's lost and confused the, 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 um, this other person um, this is a white woman um, Kaylin Womack she says and what will the state do about the fact that it made her other three kids orphan by incarcerating them unjustly well, like what's going to happen? She's saying what's going to happen to what happened to the three kids about, you know, their lives were changed. Right. And the what were the state victims? They don't understand children. When your parents are incarcerated, they're victims. Right. Oh, and they don't have anything. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> kids. They don't do anything for them. They don't no. have any programs for them unless, you know, grandparents or whoever keeping them. You know what I'm saying? A lot of right. kids go to the system. Right. Because they don't have yeah. them. And, and and it's sad. So they go through psychological, emotional, 
all kind of depression, all kind of situations in their mind because their parents, the ones that took care of them, are locked up. They're gone. Right. Like that. Yeah, the, the 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 um another um white person said that will the will the um overzealous prosecutor be punished? No, they think they're right. <laughs> the prosecutor, the judge, they thought they was right, and that right with what they did, and they weren't thinking at all, wow. or they thought about it and said, "We don't give a damn." Lock them. Right, know. right. I up. hate that. I hate that that even happened to her. And um, I'm just glad. I'm so glad that she's free now. Um, Yeah, I cried. um, Well, they said that she was uh, the board. uh, Well, they must. You're right. They take some time um, to, uh, you know, release her. But she should be free by now. It only take like about maybe a week or two, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Two About two weeks, maybe a month at max. Yeah. Tiffany Woods, Tiffany Woods, we are praying for you and your family. Yeah, um, husband, you make it out here in this world because it's rough, honey. It is very rough, but I think she she's she should have she'll take control of it. She'll grab the world by the reins and um go full force. You know, sound like she's a educated herself while she was in there. You know, right? Looks like she got a degree. Yes, so. I see her in a graduate in, in uh in a cap and a gown. So mm-hmm. and she still looks young. She looks good, don't she? She's yeah, wild. she does. So she should be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are celebrating 50 years of hip hop this Friday. This Friday is going down in Minneapolis, yes. guys. In Minneapolis, yes. we're gonna kick it. We're gonna a lot of us gonna wear our 90s clothes. I don't yeah. know dress yet, but <laughs> and we're gonna have uh arcade challenge. Remember Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Galaga, Centipede, yes. Donkey Kong. Donkey so Kong, that's my favorite. Yeah, we're gonna dress as our favorite hip hop artist. Okay, so you remember what was the first game console? I think it was let me Atari. Think. Atari, yes. <laughs> we had the Atari. And I yeah. think we had the I had one. Yep, we had the next one, the Atari 2500. Yep, and then the Nintendo came after that. Yes. Oh, you know yes. what? Let me show you. I think I got it right here. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you got a blast from the past. A, a, a 80s arcade game. You was you was heavy into it, Shade. <laughs> Girl, I was, this game, baby. <laughs> kind of I was a Miss Pac-Man player. All right. Oh my goodness. Wait, show everybody. Now this this is the arcade controller from the 80s, y'all. Look at that. Look at that. Turn around, Shade. Yes, look at that, y'all. Wow. Oh my goodness. And you'll go crazy if somebody took your stuff. Okay. okay? And you have one button. One yes, one button. Uh-uh. Oh my goodness, that's right, Shade. Show them, show them what time it is. Oh, yes, I remember. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I remember that, girl. Oh my God. Oh, yes, them cords. Yes, but and, and isn't now isn't that funny? <laughs> isn't that funny that those cords are still the same? They ain't changed them cords. I'm saying color cords is right there. Yes. One wow. 
so so who what are we who who what, what are we competing and playing you you good at which one Girl, you good at i am i am good at miss pac-man me I, too I mean, I yes me and you gonna have to challenge each other yes and then donkey kong was my next nope super mario brothers Okay. Oh, Benita, look, Benita said that she had a TV with it built in. Oh my gosh, she was serious about that. She was serious about that game. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. I know that's right. Yeah. Yes, then, we. As soon as you, I, I guess, as soon as the doors open, we're gonna have yep. performers. Yep. And you know, uh, give us. A we're starting off. We're starting off with the fashion show. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep, so we're gonna have we're gonna have um Nila Mish, Busta Beauty, and Felony Fashion. Ooh. And then um also traumatized. It's a um young clothing brand um by Sharon. Okay. And he has a, a line called Traumatize. He's um really um big on TikTok. Okay, okay, sure. And then we'll have um We'll probably right after that, we'll probably have the challenge, the arcade. Well, the arcade challenge will go on throughout the night. Okay. No one has checked in yet. So if y'all's out there for the TikTok challenge, if there's two people that want to do the TikTok challenge, the dance challenge against each other, there's a prize for that. Yes. And then we also have a prize and all these have prizes. Uh, there's a prize to each um, winner. Right. And then we have. Um, pass the mic, whoever wins, pass the mic, right? Uh-huh. Whoever wins that, then we have the comedy show. We have a lot of things going on in them yeah. little bit of hours, every right? Hour we're going to try to <laughs> introduce different things every hour on top of the hour because we got to, right. you know, get it through. Yep. Get and then we, we have, um, a little bit of comedy. We have, um, uh, do nasty he's gonna host yeah right he's the um big comedian here in minneapolis and st paul and then we have miss chocolate yes and then we have someone that he considers himself like a rapping comedian right his mm -hmm. name is tangy okay. we're gonna have him on and then at the end of the night we're gonna have performers they're gonna come and hit the stage with their biggest song a lot of local talent so we got a lot of a lot of good things going on friday yeah, and it, hey, get y'all tickets if y'all need tickets. Me and Nina has them. Just inbox us on our Facebook or yep. Instagram. Right. Catch us in the street. Or you can pay at the door, too, if you decide to come yeah. to last year. Like, let, let me go up in here. We gonna, yeah. yeah. It'll be $10 more at the door now. Yes, $10 more. And <laughs> we're going to have some good food, too, girl. Yes, we are. Free we food. Catering by LaRoy's. And hopefully, yeah. Miss Tamika Ross. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> but definitely, we'll have some catered food there. I'm food yeah. food <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Y'all TikTok and I'll be eating. Okay. <laughs> Ma, don't be talking mess now, y'all. I hear you. I hear you already. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. We thank you. Friday night, this Friday, yeah. the 25th at the uh, 50th Hip Hop Party. If yeah. not, next week. And don't forget to sponsor our sponsors. Yep, yeah, hit our sponsors. We ain't gonna shout them out today. Y'all yeah. know it. We say it every week. They're in the comments. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're in the description. Hit up our sponsors. We, we we greatly appreciate it. That's how. That's what keeps our lights on, right? Yes, that's what keeps us rolling and on this podcast. That's we right. Let y'all know what's going on in the streets, behind the bars, and all that type of stuff. So, right. 
Get us up, baby. <laughs> 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 <Just> <laughs> <like>. <laughs> Peace.